Hello, hello, it's Dr. J. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am super excited about our time and I want you to share this with your friends because these are moments not just for you. These podcasts are designed with you in mind, with your friends, your family, your kids, my friends, my family, my kids. And together we can make a difference when it comes to leading our lives. So today I want to talk about resilience as we know it's like it is the the currency of today. And I want to share with you a little bit, uh, Valerie Burton, my coach, and I love to, to say that with pride. She's written this amazing book about successful women think differently. And even though it's successful women think differently, I just want to say any successful like-minded person would want to say that, you know, we just think different from other people. But she talks a lot about resilience. And I want to share a story with you as we begin about I used to be a Mary Kay consultant. Would you believe it or not? Yes, I carried those two pink bags. They don't carry those bags no more. They do it online. But uh, <laughs> Cheryl Atkins Green, you know, she did Mary Kay. And she always talked about how she always wanted to like lead an organization and do some stuff. And so uh, she always just had this vision of having a company and like all Mary Kay consultants, we join Mary Kay and we have a great vision to change people's life. Well, a little bit more about Cheryl Adkins Green is because she is the chief marketing officer for Mary Kay. You know, it's one of those most recognized brands for women all across the world. And we love our pink bags, our pink cards. Yes, we do. But she said that it was almost scary how consistent her role is with what she thought. And it makes me think about that we think and become. When I when I came to America, one of the things I wanted to do, or many of the things I wanted to do, today I'm actually doing it, have done it repeatedly. And I really believe that we think and become it, but it takes a whole lot of resilience. Like Cheryl, maybe like you, she had a strong sense of vision. It kept her purpose. It kept her focus on what she wanted to. But oftentimes, it's that inner resilience that we all have that empower us to stay on track. We're faced with all kinds of challenges. And oh gosh, balancing life. Yes, of course. Men are women. It happens to all of us. But what I know is that she's a rare example of people who are very resilient, of women who are resilient, women who are, um, they're able to just embody all the habits of successful, being successful in the things that they want. One of the big character traits or some of those big character traits of Cheryl is that she was strong. She was positive. You know, she had great relationships, lots of self-control, and she was a woman of faith. She actually reminded me of me. And so it was really a thing that was consistent with her was resilience. I want you to think today, how consistent is your resilience? I know every now and then I got off track. Can I have a safe space here? Can I be transparent? But for the most part, I'm intentional with my resilience. Valerie talks about resilience and she talks about it as the ability to bounce back from setback. 
what I know is that people are resilient. The people who I know who are resilient, they, they thrive and they grow no matter what's going on with adversity in their lives. They roll with the challenges. They change with the challenges. And I think of that when I was one time set back. And when I roll with that challenge, that one manager who was trying to give me those challenging moments actually shared with someone else that I had this, this, this resiliency that she just didn't understand. Sometimes your enemy will look at your resilience and will tell somebody, I can't understand it. See, I wasn't, I wasn't sucked into the pressure that she put me through. The looks she gave me, the words she said to others when I had to warn her and you will not say those to me. See, resilience is one of those things, but it, it allows you to bounce back from setbacks. And you know what? That's life. I feel that the people who are prepared for those battles a lot of times, whether those battles are large or small, they inevitably ensue the ones that, um, that, that follow them. You know, resilience can only be tested in the face of challenges. I, I want to say the person who never accepts a challenge never know how resilient he or she is. So you got to go through some tough times. You got to go for something to test your resilience. You got, you, you have to face those challenges. Resilience empowers you to be effective. It allows you to be efficient. It allows you to navigate challenges and change and survive and thrive in the face of everything that life throws at you. I could tell you stories. It would take me hours, days, years. But what empowers you to be resilient? When you stop and think about it, what, what could be some of those things that empowers you to be resilient? Valor shared that there are three foundational ingredients for resilience. The first, you cannot change, right? But you can manage it by cultivating the second two ingredients. She talked about genetics, personal resources, how you think. Wow, that is powerful. Let's talk about genetics, but maybe you have a story because we know that genetic factors have a huge impact on our lives. What we know for one thing is that a lot of times people are just naturally more positive than others. Some people think I just roll right out of the bed and I'm like, voila, I'm here. But, you know, positive emotion is known to strengthen you. My grandmother was so positive no matter what was going on. She was just so positive. Because those emotions, they strengthen you. And I really believe that they expand your ability to handle adversity. And yeah, I'm not saying I don't get a little emotional sometimes when things don't go my way. But I bounce back. I've got a way of bouncing back. And so while you may intentionally create experiences that lead to positive emotions, it does not come naturally to some people. But what I could tell you is that genetics can impact resilience in other ways as well. And I, if I, I talk about, say, for example, a woman, right? A woman who's genetically predisposed to a particular mental illness. For example, it's possible that symptoms of that illness may not manifest themselves until she finds herself in a especially stressful circumstance. And what we see is that resilience cannot be tested without a stressor. So that's the real way to think about genetics. Consider the second one, personal resources. When you have those personal resources, 
you know, it refers to your spiritual and emotional fortitude, the support systems that you have around you. Maybe it's just how prepared you are financially, emotionally. Who are the people in your circle? Do you have the support? Do you have the help? Do you have even the opportunities? Or just anything that comes within your personal sphere of influence that help you to overcome those challenges. And what I know is that you cannot succeed without strong relationships to support you. One of the things we talk about in our church, you got to have a community. And that's why relationships are so critical for resilience. When you have a battle to fight, you don't want to be that lonely soldier on the battlefield, right? What's going to happen? The enemy is going to take them down. They need support. He needs backup. He needs a whole army behind him. It's the same thing for personal resources. But let's talk about this, how you think, because that's critical. We're talking about resilience here. Folks, it's Dr. J. Uh, let me say this one right now. How you think makes a whole world of a difference. Because when you're faced with that stressful situation, whatever that challenge is, that adversity, what do you say to yourself? What do you think about the situation while it's happening? What do you what do you think predicts how you feel, what you say, and what you do? Here's a catch right here. When you intentionally think differently, you act differently. It's like, let's say it's an unfortunate domino effect of circumstances that lead you to maybe something financial and it's devastating to your family. Maybe you lose your home, your credit's ruined, something happened, you got just got broke. And as a human being, you're going to experience a whole range of emotions. Yeah, you're going to feel sad. You're going to be angry. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to, there all kinds of things are going to happen to your head. Maybe you're even going to feel hopeless like a lot of people these days. What I can tell you is that your thoughts can feed your emotions. And the thoughts that follow those emotions can be very, very toxic. You can start thinking of all kinds of things. Let me see if I could just land this plane with you because we could talk forever. Here's the thing. If you say a whole bunch of crazy things to yourself out loud or just in your head, it... it At the end of the day, thoughts leads to reactions, what you feel, what to say, and what you do. If you intentionally change what you say to yourself, you're going to be able to change the reactions. If you ever find yourself thinking counterproductive thoughts, like maybe the ones that you hear people say a lot of times, change those thoughts and do something more positive. My friends, you have that power. Reverse that negative mindset and replace it with wonderful, positive mindsets. So again, folks, what do you think and how you think makes a difference? My name is Dr. Sharon Johnson. Stay beautiful, stay fabulous, and always stay motivated. Remember, you can always visit me at drsharonjohnson.org, and I will talk to you later. Have a great day.